This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. Based in Santa Ana, California, BioAno Power provides the highest performance lithium-ion phosphate batteries for the marine market. These batteries are one quarter the weight of sealed lead acid batteries, provide over 2,000 to 3,000 charge cycles, and a 10-plus year service life. These batteries can be used for any deep cycle application, including running fish finders, trolling motors, live wells, and LED lights. For more information, visit BioAnoPower.com. That's B-I-O-E-N-N-O-P-O-W-E-R.com or contact dealers nationwide welcome to the paddle and fin podcast network this is the final cast segment with your hosts brad hicks and josh eldridge where we cast our final opinions on all products good and bad welcome to the final cast Welcome back to the final cast. I'm your host, Josh. I'm Chaz. Hi, Chaz. What's up? What are you eating? Just eating a cookie. Okay. I got to hear <laughs> you chew this whole episode. What's that? We have to hear you chew the whole episode. Maybe. This, we're doing a uh, Star Wars theme today, so I thought I'd get the, the folks oh, yeah. back out. Yeah. If you guys are uh, listening, we have a cool little uh, star background, yeah. and you can check it out on YouTube. So, Brad and I are just going to kind of be random tonight, or today, tonight. So, yeah. Uh, it it is tonight right now. Well, yeah, this is true. But um, 
So we got a good uh, episode that we're going to be recording tomorrow, which will go up next week, which is going to be, we got Glenn back from Z-Man, right? Yep. That's going to be fun. It's been a little while since we talked to him. I can't remember. Uh, it's been almost a year. Yeah. Almost, yeah. I think we had him back in June <laughs> or May or something like that. Yeah, I think it was right. I think it was probably in, in the spring because it was right before uh, I took my break. So, yeah. but uh, so we're looking forward to doing that. Uh, just a reminder, everybody uh, the Paddle and Finn Open <clears throat> and Clash of Clubs down at Dale Hollow is the weekend of the 9th, 10th, and 11th of April. <clears throat> get signed up. Uh, if you get signed up by this Friday, you will uh, be put into the drawing, and we're going to randomly pick an individual from the Open and a, a team from the Clash of Clubs that will receive free entry. So uh, get signed up and po potentially get your entry fee um, sent back to you. So um, also we're giving away three kayaks at this tournament over this weekend. Mm -hmm. Two of them for the Open and one of them for the Clash of Clubs. Um, it'll be top one and two finishers in the Open. And then the person with the, the biggest limit or the biggest bag for the uh, Clash of Clubs. So, and then, you know, the more anglers we get, the fatter that pot gets, man. So get signed up. And also make sure that you guys are signing up on the Clash of Clubs, not just as an individual, but you uh, assemble your team within Tourney X as well. Uh, we were seeing that it was potential that some people hadn't like grouped their team together. Uh, I think Susie is supposed to be um, the one you can contact if you have questions in regards to that. Susie Roloff. So, have you seen <laughs> the uh, anglers that have signed up for that? Uh, some of them. There's not a lot of people signed up, but we know how kayak anglers are, and we are very good at procrastinating to the last possible minute to sign up for tournaments. So, yeah, I, I, there's some pretty big names so far, but don't let that uh, not or make you not want to go because it's still gonna be awesome. Yeah, yep, it's gonna be a good time. Um, you know, we just we have <clears throat> Brian had a vision when he put this together. And that was to try to make it about all the anglers. You know, we want to make sure that we are going to talk to as many people as we possibly can and to try to get as much, you know, social media content, video content, and just talk to everybody. You know, we yeah. want to we want to put the highlight on, you know, anybody that we come in contact with. So you're going to see us at the boat ramps. You're going to see us in the water. You know, uh, we'll come up to you if you don't want to talk to us no big deal you know <laughs> if you're you know you, you are trying to concentrate get the fishing in that sort of thing cool just let us know we're not trying to be out there to bother anybody or anything like that we just want to you know showcase a lot of different anglers so but uh i look forward to it brad you looking forward to it if you go yeah if yeah. you go I, yeah I, i've had a few people reach out to me on instagram they're like dude i want to meet you let's meet up when we get down there i'm like all right yeah, sounds good. He won't be there. <laughs> it's gonna call it now, everybody. Brad won't be there. I don't know, but um, we should invite Allie. <coughs> I thought about it, but then I was like, eh. <laughs> you all right? 
Yeah, I'm okay. Hold on a second. <laughs> Josh is having some difficulty. Uh, you're going to have to fill good. in first thing. I got to get a glass of water. It's all good. But yeah, I don't know if I will be down there or not. Uh, I want to be down there. Um, if I do uh, go down there, it's going to be Friday night, be down there Saturday, and then hopefully um, leave Sunday afternoon. But Josh, you left your mic on and I can hear every little thing you're doing. <laughs> but yeah, guys, it's going to be cool. Uh, if you're not signed up, if even if you're not going to compete in the tournament, just sign up, man, and come hang out. I'm not competing in the tournament. So you don't have to compete. Just come hang out with us. You'll still get airtime. We'll, we'll talk to you guys. We'll put you on the podcast and put you on the social media pages this could be fun yeah sorry about that <clears throat> um, so yeah get signed up come down we'll be hanging out at eastport marina you do not have to stay down there obviously uh, but if you are trying to find a place to stay down there reach out to richard at eastport eastport marina they have a facebook page brian has linked through paddle and finn Several different links. Jump on the computer. Go look through the so, uh, our social media through Facebook. Um, you know, and or if you can't, you know, you can just throw us a uh, a message or email us or whatever. It's probably best that you send a message, but or reach out to somebody kind of through private or uh, through the messenger app because um, sometimes it takes us some time to get to the stuff that's in the actual email uh, box, the inbox mm -hmm. for Gmail. So. But um, yeah, Richard uh, is a part Richard. of the, <laughs> Richard is a part of the Houseboat Association, so he's familiar with uh, a lot of the other marinas and stuff like that. So he might be able to help you guys out in locating a place to stay. Um, but yeah, um, and we need to get some more of these Tennessee guys. Like, how do we be having a tournament in Tennessee? And I've hardly seen any Tennessee guys. I think there's more people from Ohio sign up. They're scared. That's why they're not scared. Tennessee guys, you guys are scared. So sign up. Prove me wrong. Says the guy won't be there. <laughs> I am scared, dude. I suck. I'm going to lose. <laughs> Who cares? It's just about fishing. <laughs> Have fun. But uh, yeah, like we'll be having, um, you know, if I remember correctly, Brian said there'd be live music. Uh, the marina has pretty good food, and I remember it is pretty good. It's really good, and um, <clears throat> you know, we'll just be hanging out. So come down. You know, if you guys after you get done fishing, come down, hang out for a while. Um, you know, it'll be a good time. The paddlefin crew puts on a good show. Sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's a train wreck, but you know, <laughs> that's what makes it fun, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, so, uh, Brad, what was your little topic? $100. You get $100. What baits are you going to go buy right now? Yeah. Meat and potatoes. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> um, You want me to start? Sure. Um, So, $100. Man, I didn't even think about this or anything. So, it's going to be a little bit off but i think the first thing that i would buy is um some trds 
knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, I love those things, man. I'm sorry. I love them. I just started using the TRD bugs this weekend. You seen those? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are really good. Um, Freaking awesome. The first person I saw that um, was uh, utilizing them um, was Matt Ball. He had them. <clears throat> Those things are good, man. They look like smallmouth French fries mm-hmm. or chicken nuggets. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But <laughs> yeah, that's oh, a good one. Um, Steve Coomer, everybody knows him here in Ohio. He was yeah. on uh, bass fishing for noobs one time. Uh, what has always stuck with me is large, uh, bigger minnows, smaller crawls for smallmouth fishing in the rivers. Yep. So what what I always I would, that always came to mind and I would always picture some tiny crawl. Usually I was using like two and three quarter inch tubes, but I'm like, I want something smaller than that. Finally saw the bugs. I'm like, that is perfect. I mean, they're literally maybe an inch and a half. If yeah. that perfect, excuse me, perfect size. Yeah. All right. I think my first bait would be, I, you gave me a hundred dollars and I went to a tackle store. I would go ahead and get well for the time of year it'd be perfect is a jackhammer. Mm-hmm. I'd get a jackhammer. I like jack. Uh, you know, I, I used to hate jack jackhammers just because the price, but you can find better deals online. Yeah. Dan Dan, Dan, Dan inside the store. Uh, yeah. at Field and Stream, they're like 19 bucks for half ounce and 22 for three quarter ounce. I'm like, I ain't paying that. Now, it used to be more than that. I remember when it first came out, they were like 25 bucks. So, the price, crazy. I think, went down. If I remember correctly, I think the price went down slightly with them. But uh, yeah, I mean, dude, but I mean, you, it's crazy to you, but because I'm cheap. Well, you are cheap. And, <laughs> but I mean, it, it is an expensive lure to, you know, purchase. Um, but I think that if you, if you look at what else is out there, man, it's relatively the same. You know what I mean? I mean, people are throwing mega bass, you know, one tens and those things are in the $20 range, you know, or whatever, you know, those are expensive and there's lures that are even way more expensive. So, Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you bought that, you've got a Rico, right? And that's not well, a cheap popper, is it? Yeah, I was going to mention that the Rico's uh, $25 popper, but uh, thanks, Ryan Dahl, for getting me stuck on those. I, <laughs> I, I, picked his, I picked his up. He was like, use it. I threw it, couple casts in, I catch a 19-inch smallmouth. I'm like, sweet. But I'm more prone to spend the money on a topwater bait because you're not going to lose that, you know what I mean? Unless, you're, unless you suck and cast high into a tree and can't get it. <laughs> Which, I remember, so I'm just laughing because I remember your brother getting his whopper plow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that reason right there is why he won't fish the river. He's like, I hate the river, man. I'm like, why? Could you suck at casting? Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so I would say for the time of year, I'd I get a jackhammer. That'd be my first one. I'm a big fan of the that the height special or whatever it is. It's got that white and Ooh. a little bit of black and red or black and white and the chartreuse strand in it. And I really like that because I like it because you can pair multiple trailers within that. Um, you know, like for your you know minnow imitations, um, I've used solid you know not solid but the sight flash that white and clear with silver flake Kitech. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used the hot snakes one because of the chartreuse that's in the, in the, um, in the skirt. Um, I've used the Kitech black shad, the half black, half that bluish or that clear color. Um, I, I really like jigs where it has multiple colors. Um, there you go. This you one can. right here. Yeah. Yeah. That color is sweet. I just bought that, uh, over the winter. It just you can kind of pair a lot of different trailers with it, so that's that's kind of why I like it so much. My, my favorite trailer is the Zaco, Zaco, whatever. You yeah, say. I like those too. Um, I really like those. Um, <laughs> I I I haven't used one of those yet, but I used one. It was exactly just well, pretty much the same bait. It was just um, oh gosh, where is it from? Uh, Lake Fork uh, Bait Company. I don't. I can't remember the the actual Ooh. name of it, but. Mike uh, Grimsley gave me one, and I threw that uh, white one. And I actually, I had that bait for a while, man. It was, uh, it worked good. So, but um, the reason I kind of, I really dig having the Z-Man stuff on it, just because, like, you know, you get that durability out of it. You know, I kind of like having uh, Z-Man stuff as trailers wherever I can. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I like the turbo crawl. That's yeah. a trailer. It's pretty good. Um, everybody, whoever's been listening from the beginning, they know that I love the chatterbait. I love the turbo crawl on it. Yeah. It's a good bait. All right. What's your second choice? Uh, I'm probably going to again, if I'm going to fish the river, or I'm not going to say river. I'm going to say a lake bait this time. I'm probably going to pick up some Strike King Ochos and some uh, tungsten weights. That's gonna be my thing, and I think that you know you know what this is. Uh, this stems all the way back to fishing Kaiser Lake all the time, me and Justin, and yeah, uh, that place has such heavy grass, and I just I love pulling the worm through that grass. It's fun setting the hook on them. Yeah, pulling them out of the grass. Uh, so not- every yeah, and every so my second choice would be definitely Kitech. Um. Yeah. I probably would pick one of my favorite colors to throw um, is the black shad, man. It just because you could throw that in the black shad for, for those who aren't familiar, it's not a solid black. It's actually black um, on the top and then like a clear slash. It's kind of, it looks like it almost has a blue hue to it, but I can't tell if it's actually got a blue coloring in that, the bottom section or if it's the black that's coming through and it kind of looks bluish. Mm-hmm. But um, that bait, dude, I love it. Um, I've It's one of my favorite colors to throw. I love the smallmouth magic one too, but mm-hmm. that bait uh, can be thrown in the lake or the river and it's imitating, you know, a lot of um, <clears throat> chad. So whether you're seeing it in a, in a river or as well as in the lakes, you know, so – what size are you throwing? Um, I'm a big fan of the three eights. 
Um, I yeah, used to throw too. big ones. I used to throw really big ones back in the day, like the the four, the high four one, or the, or the four three. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you still get bit on it. The thing that I I found though is that I would get them ripped up real easy because I think they would be sometimes grabbing the tail or whatever and it just mm-hmm. it just seemed that they'd tear apart easier i mean don't get me wrong the all the kitex get tore up easy it's a soft bait i think that's what gives it its incredible action but they it's not the most durable thing but i mean you can buy some mend it um glue and you know glue those things back together really easily and make them last longer i know a lot of people that do that here you but, go yeah black shed right there yeah i've never seen that i thought you always threw the white one i do i throw the white one too um the white one's one of my other favorites but that one overall like is a really good one because and it's really weird this picture doesn't do it justice because when you actually tend to buy them man it's got almost a bluish color to that uh, Hmm. bottom part at least the ones i have i've had before so but um definitely uh a great bait to have um so versatile you can throw it any basically anywhere you know yeah unless it's somewhere that does not have a shad population whatsoever but yeah that's this is going to be one of my base i pick up too um except i'm going to add that i'm going to put it on the wicked willow because i love that thing yeah but sight flash and uh smallmouth magic those are my two favorites but i've never i never never seen the black shad so i'm gonna have to try those they look good yeah, they kind of look like a smoke, like in the picture at least. It's like smoky looking. Yeah. It's uh, definitely a good bait. Um, you know, everybody's you know familiar with Kytex, and it's a versatile bait. I think what I like about that bait is that you can throw it on a weight, you know, EWG weighted. You can mm-hmm. you can put a regular EWG hook and put a freaking bullet weight in front of it if you want to. You can. You can fish it slow. You can fish it fast. You can bounce it off the bottom. It goes through grass really nice, you know, especially if you're fishing with EWG hooks or whatever. Um, you know, if, but if you're in open water on the rocks, you can, you know, put an exposed jig, you know, through mm-hmm. it. So it's um, a great bait to have. Um, great trailer, you know, so on many uh, types of. I've been throwing them on the. Uh vmc swim bait jig head i don't know if you've seen those yeah yeah that's a good one too uh, i mean they're good on those uh rugby swing head uh jigs the um the football head mm-hmm. those are good um i've even so. seen guys throwing them on uh uh what do you call them uh ball head jigs but yeah yep. this is what i like just just because those thicks are so or those hooks are so thick the gauge of them is when you set the hook with it, you're, there's no doubting you set the hook. I like it. Yeah. Um, all right. So what's your – or did you want to go into the Ocho? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Did you want to talk I about – I don't know. It's, it, sh- well, I, li- I like the smell of them. That's one reason why I get them. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> smelled them or not. It smells like licorice, doesn't it? <laughs> no. It's uh, – it, well, you know the caffeine shad, right? Mm-hmm. It's the coffee scent that the caffeine shad okay. has. I didn't know they had that in coffee scent. Yeah. The, yeah. The Ocho's are coffee scented and you open it up and it smells like a latte. I'm like, (sighs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I like those worms too, man. Um, 
I I've never bought them, or actually I might have later on, but I think I got them in the mystery tackle box, and they sat there and sat there and sat there for a long time, and then um, I think it was when yeah when we went to Dale Hollow when it was me you and Justin and Ryan and that crew mm-hmm. when we went down and stayed on the Kentucky side, and old Justin's pulling out like 10, 15 fish and within 30 yards of the boat ramp in the weeds. And he was like, I was like, what are you throwing? And he told me, and I was like, Oh, well, I happen to have a packet of those. So I started (laughs) tossing those around. It didn't matter what color we threw. They were biting it. Yeah. That whole weekend, Justin put up like 88 inches every day. We were there. Yeah. I guess pretty, pretty good. He, He had a good weekend. I didn't have that. I mean, well, I mean like, caught the fish, but it, they weren't that big. Yeah. Well, you caught a good one. You caught a good smallmouth while we were there, and I caught a decent one too. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was awesome, man. That I was your, that was your personal best at the time, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. But then you went home and, and caught a nineteen it. and a half. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the following week or something. Yeah. Like something crazy. That was awesome, man. But uh, so, all right. What's your number three? Um, you asked me too quick. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say something top water. I, I, I I'm retiring the whopper plopper this year. I'm not. I'm not gonna use it as much. Like I, once that kind of weather hits, I probably catch ninety percent of my fish throughout the summer on something top water. Yeah. So I'm 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 gonna try to not throw the whopper plopper as much this year because it seems like I get a lot of dinks on it. But yeah. I want to go back to the buzz bait and I want to throw the Rico more this year. I just have a feeling that popper is gonna be pretty epic. Well you didn't get into throwing the Rico popper until like October. Fall. Yeah. Yeah. And they were still hitting it then. That's what was crazy. Yeah, it was like fifty five degrees and they were still smacking it. I mean, they weren't even smacking it, they were smashing it. Yeah. I was like, wow. I set the hook way too hard on them because I you know, I've never thrown a popper before. So when I set the hook, Ryan was like, dude, you you about lost that fish. He's like, Don't don't set the hook, just lift up on it a little bit. Yeah. Cause those <laughs> uh those uh treble hooks are really tiny. Yeah. Yeah, it'd probably pull out pretty easy if you um, I don't know what it is about that bait, though. I, is it I don't know the noise the, different? I I don't know. It's, it might be the size. It might be the feather on the back. It, it does have noise in it. Um, they look incredible. Um, there's what's, one that other, re, what's that retail at? 25 25 Yeah. I, I bought one. That's it. Because I mean, like I said, it's top water. If I, if I lose it or... I'm not I'm not gonna lose it, you know what I mean? <laughs> or I shouldn't lose it. <laughs> You're more prone to not I'm losing top water. I'm gonna laugh, dude, when you said that thing sailing. <laughs> Just snap. It, well, and it floats, so I can paddle right over to it. But if you can't find it. Well then I'll probably cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even know though, man. Like I let, let me pull up a picture of these because these things are freaking awesome. Yeah, you saw that's in it's a new bait, right? Like yeah, and all the Bassmaster guys are using them. Oh, well, really? they're not really new, but 
Oh, okay. All right. I need to stop going to tackle warehouse's website because when you pop up a picture on their website, it doesn't get very big. Oh, the, uh, that's the other thing about this popper. You can you can walk the dog with it. It's it's kind of cool. Like you just barely jerk it and just darts back and forth. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Are you throwing that on? And it's not, Yeah, yeah. I have a uh, seven foot medium fast action. I think Ryan throws his on medium light, but. Yeah, this page ain't loading, so screw it. Whatever. Find a different. Find a picture, man. Let's see this thing. It's a twenty-five dollar popper, man. All right, get, all right. I'm ready to get my mind blown here. Here it is. It looks like a popper. <laughs> I don't know what they do. I don't know if it's like hand carved or what, but. Well, uh. Lobina makes it. That's right. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't heard of the Tackle Talk podcast, he does an episode with the owner of this company. It's pretty good. Check that out. But yeah, I, I throw this bone one. I like anything white for small mouth. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. But the black one looks good, too. Mm. Might have to spend some money and get that. If you see, you got like, like three little BBs in there, three or four. So they have different sizes? Yeah, plus some in the back. Yeah, you got a Rico and a Rio Rico. I think the Rio is bigger. And Very that one looks... Cool. Look at that one. That has a little heart on it. Oh. <laughs> this one's cool. I, I like the white with the yellow uh, mouth. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> what? It just messed up on me, so whatever. Oh. <clears throat> Your computer's running weird. Yeah, it's I don't know, stupid. I need. Um, but uh, so all right, so you got the Rico in the bag now. How much and the buzz bait? And the bu oh, and a buzz bait. So you got both. Yeah, well, you, the buzz bait I use is uh, cheap. It's like two ninety nine. Okay. So when I'm at, heck, <laughs> man, I'm not even at fifty bucks yet. <laughs> the Rico was like most of it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I probably would get multiple packs of each of those soft plastics I got. Yeah. Um, I think my next one would be um some soft plastic frogs. Like not hollow body frogs, but some soft plastic. I got into throwing those last year and I really had a fun time. And I think it's gonna be my new thing to do this year. You gonna try those biz bait? Pad yeah, ready? yeah, I think so. Heck I think yeah. I'm going to. I think those would be killer at Kaiser Lake. Yeah, I want to try that. Yeah, because sometimes um, I get kind of frustrated with throwing frogs and trying to get them to walk through the pads and stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, it's 
like here we get like this huge pads like they do everywhere else, but they're it kind of gets where it's not maintained well. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like you get like you throw and you're like, all right, I'm good here, here, here. And then you get like wrapped up in a stock or whatever. And it just, I don't know. But with the, um, and the grass and stuff that we have here, I don't know. I really just really liked throwing those, uh, and you know, just the leg action, the kick to it. I just liked the way it looked. And I was like, oh man, I wish I'd been doing this for a while. And, um, I think, uh, Ricketts, I think Ricketts was really into throwing those soft mm -hmm. plastic frogs like that. So I think I'm going to start trying that out. Sam's always talked highly of it. So I think I'm going to get into doing it more. I lost yeah. a good, I lost a good fish on one up at East West Harbor. Um, I was fishing and I was throwing into the area where the uh, boat docks are, you know, kind of like almost like if it's like the little canal or channel that's going into an area that has um, the docks and everything over there. And so I, I threw like into that area, but I was out on the main lake and I threw thinking like, I don't know, maybe there's a bass sitting there in the main lake, like ambushing stuff next to the wall. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Right at the 90 degree turn threw that thing in there and brought it out dude. And it just got hit the instant it hit the 90 degree bend right there in the wall. Nice. Like, I mean, it got hammered too. I, I, I wasn't even expecting it. Like I was like, I'm just like, la, 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 you know, just, and then boom. I mean, it, it drilled it and I freaked out and set the hook too fast. I mean, it didn't pop out of its mouth, but I did not get a good hook set. It was there for like two or three seconds and came off. And that fish had some weight to it. Like it definitely was a, a decent, a decent fish. So I believe but, that. Uh, so I look forward to kind of doing that. I, I want to get back into throwing top water more again. Um, I think that I miss out like, you know, when we do these tournaments and I get, I get up real early and then, you know, I'm like, I just, I end up not doing it, you know? And I'm yeah. like, I think I got tired of throwing hollow, hollow bodied frogs and stuff. And, you know, um, I like throwing buzz baits, but not that much. Like, so um, I think that's going to be my new thing. You know, if you go back to the uh, biz baits episode, they talked about that frog flipping over if it lands the wrong way or if it hits a stalk or something like you mm -hmm. said. It's going to flip back the correct way, which yeah. is, pretty, is pretty cool. But yeah, it's funny you mentioned that about uh, topwater and fishing in tournaments because I do the same thing. I'll throw top water all day long, but once tournament morning comes, I won't touch top water at all. I don't know why. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I think what it is is you go out there and you're like, all right, am I seeing them out there? Oh no, they're not. You know, they're not hitting top water or whatever. So you just like gloss over it or whatever. But yeah, it, it's weird. Like that's a confidence bait of mine, mm -hmm. and I just don't throw it when it comes to tournament time. That's weird. Yeah. Never really thought about it. <laughs> All righty, on to the next. Uh, man, I don't know. This is getting tough. I'm trying to think of my other rods. So I'll, I'll have, I'll have a chatterbait. We talked about the chatterbait already. I'm a big black and blue guy. Anytime, any watercolor. Um, talked about my worms. Talked about the TRD. Uh, I got a drop shot rod. I don't. 
I'm not a huge drop shot guy. I've caught him on stop, it. Stop thinking about what you keep, though, when you tie up for a tournament oh. or whatever. This is just a shopping trip, dude. I know, what but those you are my five go confidence moves. You've got 100 bucks. 100 I know, but those bucks. are my – I'm not like most people, though. Like, you've seen my tackle boxes. I have three tackle boxes. That's right. it. I have five confidence baits I always have tied on. <laughs> well, here's a hundred dollars. Go branch out, bro. <laughs> what's what's something probably... you'd like to learn? You know, like what do you want to get? What's other? Because I mean, that's the thing, dude. What if those five baits aren't working? You're screwed. You oh, know? they're good. They're gonna work. I. <laughs> they're gonna work. <laughs> I have confidence in them, man. <laughs> Especially, I mean, like the TRD is like. My go-to when I can't catch a fish, I will catch a fish with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I don't know. I'm gonna go with line. <laughs> You're so lame. Hey, dude, I love Power Pro Braid, man. That is my stuff. I love it. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm just being honest. If I'm going in a store with hundred bucks, I'm coming out with some braid. Uh, Josh is like shows over, right? Like, whatever. You actually had this good idea, and you had to lame it all up for us. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Brad's like, oh, I take the hundred dollars. I just go buy the exact same stuff I've been throwing for the past five years. <laughs> that is basically what I do when I go into a store. <laughs> I usually kidding. don't branch out. Um, my branching out is throwing the football jig. From Jigmaster. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, you need, I think you need to go out. I think you need to splurge and you need to get yourself uh, a uh, Mega Bass Vision 110 Junior for the river. Is that the jerk bait? Yeah. Well, but why why spend one. that why spend that money when I can go to the shameless plug 153 baits who custom paints oh. the Mega Bass blanks for well, there, half the price? Well, there you go. Uh, I didn't know they did that. So, yeah, they, they're they're blanks for the uh, their jerk baits of the Mega Bass one one tens. All right. Well, there you go. So shameless plug. Go ahead and get yourself a Vision One Ten Junior and try that out in a river. <laughs> I should. I mean, have never... you seen one like the One Ten Juniors? I know they're a lot smaller. Yeah, I mean they're smaller. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. sweet looking too. Like. It's a. I think it'd be a good bait over in the GMR for you. So, I think Ryan tears it up on the regular one ten, doesn't he? Yep. So, let's pull a picture of this because I don't know if I've ever seen one. Jeez, oh, this is stupid. I'm sorry. Every, everybody knows what they look like, so don't worry about it. Um, so let's move on. Uh, are you? You're gonna get some line. I'm gonna get some some jig masters jigs. Um, I like throwing jigs a lot. Um, it's funny because I kind of just started doing it when I met Cody. I mean, I had some, but I hadn't really gotten into throwing it very often. But um, even like decent sized ones, man, I've picked up some big smallmouth in the rivers on some pretty gnarly big like jigs. I mean, not like crazy big, but. Um, but and it, it's uh it's another versatile bait. I really like baits that I can present in like different different depths of water, different you know that sort of mm -hmm. thing. Different 
something that I can toss in the trees, you know, or toss in the limp timber. And, and then if I need to, I can turn around and go chuck it at a rock pile, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, granted you may need to get different weights or, you know, different weight, but, um, go ahead. I will, I will say I'm, I'm going to try his finesse jigs. Yeah. In the, they, in the river look, for sure. They look, they look nice. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so somebody posted that and I was like, oh, I can't wait to try those. And they're like, I can't wait to see your face when you catch a big smallmouth with one. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I always post that picture of me going. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right. Um, next one, Brad. More fishing line. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Um I've always wanted to try the fluke. And I think that's something that I'm going to throw this year just from listening to other podcasts and stuff and the way people are rigging these things. There's different ways you can rig them. Yep. Um, you got to try out the Zulu rig, man. He's oh been yeah. he's been he's been doing that for years too. Like he's been killing it throwing that bait and you know, it's really cool that he's throwing it with the Z-Man. So you know that that's going to last a while. It's right up your alley, dude. Z-Man, mm -hmm. durability, keep it cheap. <laughs> you know, that's it's good. not it's not an extensive like rig or something, you know, or anything like that and um so yeah. He he's perfected that rig, man. Like yeah. He's take he's taken the rig and made it his own it seems and I think it's pretty cool. They should just rename it after him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're gonna try flukes out, huh? Yeah, All like right. a weightless. I think I want to try weightless. Yeah, you know. Oh, here's one that I never. I'll, I'll definitely have to get. I'm gonna have to get several because I like fishing these at really deep water and shallow water, and that's the Mega Bass Dark Sleepers. Oh yeah, yeah. That definitely uh, get some of those. Um, I. Uh, I, I fell in love with those baits last year, so they are little smallmouth magnets, and so I just don't like the way they look. They look yeah, weird. they look goofy, dude, but they work, man. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the colors. Like, yeah, I'm that's not, what I'm saying. Like the, uh, I don't know, that's but weird. Yeah, it's it. They definitely look weird, but they work. So here you go. <laughs> See yeah, that it, one looks that one looks natural. Um, that one looks kind of weird to me. Yeah. But, but you got to think about it. Like that thing is something that's going to be right on the bottom. You know what I mean? So the fish are going to probably be looking at it from above slightly. So, but that looks like a decent one. <laughs> I would throw yeah. that. Dude, I've thrown just about almost every color. So, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Is this supposed to uh, look like a mad Tom or something like that? I don't know exactly what it's supposed to look like, but <laughs> you know, it's the, it looks like a dark sleeper, dude. Have you ever seen that? Oh fish? yeah, duh. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would try them out. <clears throat> I mean, they're uh, they're mega bass, so they're a little pricey, but they're not like awful, and yeah. they're um, it's a decent bait. You know, it doesn't get stuck real easy. You know what I mean? Like it's it's easy to kind of get out, so get out of the rocks and that sort of thing. So, it kiss the hooks right 
in the fin, isn't it, or something like that? Yeah, something yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I try them in the river. Why not? And they're they're like I've bought some like little ones too. Like I have some smaller ones, so I can hook you up with one. Let you try it out this year. I think it's like it's the lightest one to make. I think it's a quarter ounce. It's the yeah. one. So, That's but it's bad. like this big, dude. It's tiny. You'll like it. It's pretty cool. Hmm. I you, love get throw, tiny. you get you could throw it like on a, a like a heavier rod setup too. So, huh. and then you wouldn't want to chuck it on a medium light, probably. Yeah, I like tiny baits for the river. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those. Just remind me next time we go out, I'll bring one for you. Need a kayak, man. Right. Hey. All right. So I went dark sleeper. Where are you at? Uh, I'm probably over 100 bucks. I'm guessing maybe. All right. But I don't think you are. But <laughs> Brad's like, I'm just gonna take it and save it. <laughs> hey, the the Power Pro braid takes up 30 bucks. Yeah. Does it really? No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three hundred yard spools, twenty nine ninety nine. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I haven't bought that. I haven't <laughs> bought braid like that. I only use it on one rod. So, oh, dude, braid and leaders. I I use it on like four of my rods. I think. Yeah, I love it. I'm a big fluoro fan, so I, I like I use fluoro on my spinning or my not spinning my bait casters. Like my jig rod and my uh, chatterbait rod. Yeah. Well, you throw you you bring like what two spinning rods at least on the river or wherever. Oh, like if I'm doing a tournament, I have three of each. Three of each. Oh, okay. So I do one one spinning reel and five bait casters. So yeah, yeah. There's just some stuff like. I need to get back more into it, throwing uh, three inch grubs on an eighth inch, eighth ounce ball head jig. Yeah. Uh, I I throw that on spinning gear. I mean, you don't yeah. need a bait caster for it. So I have like a seven foot medium action rod that I throw stuff like that and the big Joshi on, and then yeah. I have my medium light TRD rod, stupid stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think. Uh, I think I want to try drop shotting in some of these deeper holes that I found on the Great Miami. There you go. I found some. I I know of holes that are 20, 30 feet deep. That that has fish in them. Need to try. Cool, man. Well, you want to wrap it up? Wrap it up. Sure. We can wrap it up. All right. Well, I don't think we either one of us hit a hundred dollars. We were close, but uh, just some of our favorite baits. If we were to go buy some tackle right now, so um, I'm sure it's kind of a repeat episode. But you know, sometimes we uh, like to talk about the same things, right? <laughs> I, I, you know me, I'll talk about the stupid wicked willow all day long, <laughs> right? But uh, everybody, thank you for joining us, Brad. Anything else you want to add? Uh, if anybody know that cookie I ate was pretty good. The what? Oh, the cookie. <laughs> I'm just whatever. But uh, yep, we look forward to our next uh, our next interview is going to be with Glenn from Z Man again. So we're going to talk about some stuff. What do you got for Glenn? Do you think? I don't know yet. You don't well, know what you're gonna? Yeah, we're going to talk about the Willow vibe for sure. I want to talk about the goat. 
the goat. Yeah, is that what it's called? I th- yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, dude. I, I'm excited to hear about that. When, when it, what went into developing that? That's what's cool about having Glenn from Z-Man is getting the backstory of these baits. Mm-hmm. Like kind of how they come to fruition and stuff. So that'll be cool. So, all righty. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to get signed up for the Paddle and Finn Open and Clash of Clubs at Dale Hollow. We look forward to meeting everybody down there. So, uh, if you have, like I said, if you have any questions, reach out to us through Messenger, through the Facebook page, whatever. Um, but uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Final Cast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com. want to succeed you want to fish you want to be one of the greatest tune in to west marines life on the water presented by costa custom boats every saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m eastern on waypoint tv to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish this is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here from the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters enjoy the best fishing panama city beach has to offer during chasing the sun sundays at 9 30 a.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment